0: With your host, John Rush. All right. Happy Monday, everybody. It is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Impossible question of the day. Friday's was, what is the famous line in the Empire Strikes Back that is not in the script? The answer is, I know. You'd have to know the movie to know that. I love you. I know. Charlie knows the line. Today's impossible question, by the way. And uh, this one you can answer on the reason.com website as well. What's the world's biggest city in square miles? What is the world's biggest city in square miles? And I would have never guessed this one, actually. most Most of you might, or some of you might, but this one I don't think I would have gotten without looking. This Joe sent me, and... Well, let me do this first before I get started. Charlie Charlie always wants to know what it's like when I leave town and come back. So I went to Arizona over the weekend, as you guys all know, went down for my wife's grandmother's 99th birthday. And at 99, she's pretty sharp. I will tell you that. Sharper than probably a lot of, well, let me just say this. Sharper than a lot of folks less than half her age, given what I look at when I travel and look at the airport and so on. But really, she's in good shape, does great. And uh, had a a great time as far as that goes. But I always am interested in the people watching, especially at the airports. People watching at the airports, the greatest, of course. By the way, when people enter, I think not even the airport itself, but once you get into the, like here in Denver, you get to Peña Boulevard, people forget where they're at. It's a whole other planet they're now entering into. It's a different cosmos, I think. And then they get into the airport and it's completely different once again. And what I'm learning the farther down this COVID path we go is there are a few exceptions to this rule but the people the majority of people wearing masks left out there today even at airports is the young at heart. And what I mean by that is you'll occasionally see somebody that's you know my age or older wearing a mask. Not very often, and my gut feeling is uh, they are probably folks from the other side of the aisle, and you can typically look at someone and kind of know where they where they stand, politically speaking. And uh, at any rate, what I will tell you is the majority of people still wearing masks, it, it keep, the, the, by the way, the age keeps dropping. At one point, I said, well, it was under 50. Well, then I'd say it's under 40. This last trip going to Phoenix and back, I'll tell you, yeah, it's, it's 35-ish and under. And a lot of 20-somethings still wearing masks, which I just I do, I don't understand. I just don't get it. And I understand foreigners wearing them because it's a whole different world where a lot of them come from. And they're, they're trained to do things the government tells them to do. All of this, though, leads into something Joe sent me over the weekend. So I wanted to start with that before I went to this next comment that Joe sent me or quote. And this is from cosmologist, cosmolo- not cosmetologist, but cosmologist, Carl Sagan, who I'm, I'm not a Carl Sagan fan by, by you know, by the way, not, not by any means. He's wrong on a lot of different things, but in this particular case, he is correct. I have a foreboding of an America in my children's or grandchildren's time when the United States is a service and information economy when nearly all of the key manufacturing industries have slipped away to other countries when awesome technological powers are in the hands of a very few and no one represents the public interest and they can even or can even grasp the issues when the people have lost the ability to set their own agendas or knowledge, knowledgeably question those in authority when clutching our crystals and nervously consulting our horoscopes, our critical faculties in decline, unable to distinguish between what feels good and what's true, we slide almost without noticing back into superstition and darkness. The dumbing down of America is most evident in the slow decay of substantive content in the enormously influential media. The 30-second sound bites now down to 10 seconds or less. The lowest common denominator programming Credulous presentations on pseudoscience and superstition, but especially a kind of celebration of ignorance. And that was on. It is on full display at most airports at any given moment in today's world. Not just here in the United States, but I'm guessing around the world. And it really is the dumbing down of America. And again, every every time I travel. I'm reminded of it. Now, again, going to Arizona, I don't think, gosh, i got to think here. I don't believe anything we went publicly, you know, restaurants, things like that, I don't think anybody had a mask on, now that I think about it in Arizona. It was only on, you know, only in the airport itself that I can remember anybody having a mask on. My wife's listening, if, if I'm mistaken on that, you know, remind me. But I don't remember anybody actually in Arizona Wearing a mask, and of course, I don't know why you'd want to wear a mask when it's hundred degrees outside. But at any rate, it did rain while we were in Arizona, which I didn't think it did much of. But it rained, it rained enough to where there were flash floods, and people were told not to drive, and all sorts of things going on. So it got pretty nasty there for a little bit in Arizona. But it, this this quote that Joe sent me, which I don't think he knew I was going to correlate what I saw over the weekend into that. But it was, it was uh, quite the reminder of that quote by Carl Sagan. I've got some other things I want to talk about as soon as I come back when laws are wrong. And I've got an example of one on my own that I had to deal with this morning as soon as I got back, which I will explain here. Momentarily. So guys, hang tight. I'll come right back and explain that. Golden Eagle Financial is up next. Al Smith, who Al is the financial advisor, mine. He'd love to help you with yours. Where are you headed? Where are you going? How are you going to get there? All those good things Al can help you with. And again, just find him. It's 303-744-1128 or go to KLZradio.com. Inflation
2: affects everyone differently. It seems strange because everyone is spending more money in certain categories. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial explains that your situation is unique and that just because prices are inflated doesn't mean inflation affects you the same way it affects everyone else. You can live with inflation as you have before by combining trips, staying local, or being frugal. But since inflation affects you uniquely, you should personalize your financial plan. Al Smith knows that it's the big picture planning that matters the most when the market is down. He can help you make financial moves that, unless you're a financial planner, you wouldn't think of, like maximizing your 401k in a market downturn. Create a strategy with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial and enjoy the comfort of understanding how financial circumstances, like inflation, affect your personal financial situation. Visit klzradio.com money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128.
0: All right, and as I'm looking out the window right now, Charlie and I were just asking, what happened to the weather a moment ago? And I'll tell you what, we can't see Havana, which isn't that far away from us as we are up here in the top of the towers. literally just look out the window. It's right down there below us. Yeah, it's half a block away, roughly. We can't see it, can barely see to the bottom of our parking lot. All the lights down here in the parking garages and those things around us are on because of how dark it's gotten. It's a reminder of... Yes, it's that time of the year where it could... Rain super heavily. It could hail. Uh, We've got all sorts of weather events. I was reminded of that in Arizona. I was thinking of Dave Hart, by the way, while I was there, and I'm thinking of him right now. So make sure that you get your roof inspected if you've got any issues with it whatsoever. And, again, please don't call an insurance company or an adjuster. If you think you've got an issue, call Dave first. Have whatever it is inspected, and he'll tell you exactly what the process needs to be next as to whether or not you need to turn it into insurance or not. He'll help you with that whole process. 303-710-691 or find him at RushToReason.com.
5: Rejuvenation protects your roof from Colorado's weather where a replacement doesn't. The snow is all melted and the high winds are dying down and it finally feels like summer. With the snow gone, you can see damage on your neighbor's roof from fallen branches and other damage from intense wind. Thank God you got roof rejuvenation with Dave Hart from RoofMax. Luckily, you got your roof rejuvenated at a fraction of the cost of a full replacement. It gave you a 33% increase in hail protection and reactivated your seal strips, so your shingles stayed on even in high wins your roof max rejuvenation restored the strength and flexibility to your roof meaning fallen branches didn't damage it not to mention it makes your roof more water repellent so snow and rain are even less likely to leak into your home call dave hart with roof max for a safe effective and cost-effective alternative to replacing your roof at 303-710-6916 and make sure to mention john rush at klz 560 a.m
6: Now is the time to stand up for life. Now is the time to stand up for women facing unplanned pregnancies. Now is the time to support Pro-Life Ministry Save the Storks. Your monthly gift will help us put more medical units, called stork buses, on the road, giving women the choice to choose life for their babies. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now and sign up to support our ministry with a gift of $35 a month. Please, don't wait. Go to SaveTheStorks.com now.
1: God. Country.
4: Reason. Now back to John Rush.
0: All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John and Cheyenne, what's going on today, sir?
1: Hey, John. How are you? Did you... I don't... What airline did you fly on, if you don't mind me asking? American. Okay. Did the pilot make the announcement about the mask? No. The show...
0: I, th- I think oh, the only announcement announced? I hear anymore, John, is you know you no longer have to wear them. Just be respectful of those that decide they want to, I, and that's about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that's the one I was talking about. That they they're required to make that announcement so that on you, every flight.
0: So you don't beat up the guy next to you, or what? What's the reason behind that?
1: Well, to just tell everybody, hey, you know, mind your own business, pretty much.
0: Which all of Which us, by hard. the way, with not wearing them, have been all along. It's the ones that were wearing them that didn't like the ones of us yeah. not wearing them that was the problem. Yeah,
1: my wife had an issue uh, two weeks, a couple of weeks ago. The young, young flight attendant she was sitting next to in the in the double jump seat on yeah. the wide bodies, you know, yeah. The, yeah, wanted her to put a mask on while they were sitting together. My wife looked at it and said, "Ain't
0: happening." No, I don't but need a pacifier. Wanting- is what I would have said.
1: Yeah, she just looked and said, "Nope, ain't happening. Don't have to. Ain't going to do it." But what's hilarious is you're so right. The younger they are, yep, the more prone they are. And then the other thing, when you brought up how you watch people at the airport, I do that too because. Years and years ago, George Carlin had a great routine where he talked about wasted time, and he said sitting waiting for an airplane, a bus, a train right. is wasted time. Right, And he used to say, play spy at the airport. You know there's a spy in the airport, and it's your job to find him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good one. <laughs> hey, John, welcome back. Have a good day. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, John. Appreciate it very much. And, yeah, I was I was thinking, my wife and I were actually talking about this. I, I would like to get the Kool-Aid, the actual Kool-Aid logo, and make that the official Kool-Aid, or make that the official logo of those on the left wearing masks, because they have literally drunk the Kool-Aid. Because L- there's no, they've proven now, over and over and over again, those things do nothing. This is just a feel-good measure on the part of the individuals wearing them. And the funniest thing is, The ones where you see them wearing them, where it's the homemade version or it's some mask they've been wearing since probably the beginning of COVID. And the thing is absolutely filthy. You can tell from looking at it, it's just absolutely filthy, dirty. They've been handling it, dinking with it, everything else. And yet, for some odd reason, it's like a kid's pacifier that falls on the ground and pop it back in their mouth. It's kind of the same way with that mask. All right. When laws are just wrong, and I have a couple of examples and the question is, you know, what do you do when they are? I, I have one example I'll go through on my own here in a moment. But the example I was going to use today, there's an article out. There's a, it's a news story. It's not an article. It's a news story going on. There's a rural Colorado school. I believe it's out in Brush. Where there was a tip that had come into the school about some kids that were in the middle school that were sexting among students. Well, as any administrator or probably any parent would do, they investigated. And sure enough, they found some pictures going around, going back and forth and so on. They confiscated those particular pictures and they put them on the school's server in the cloud as proof of what was going on with these particular students. I, by the way, would not have known this was wrong to do. But because of the way the law reads, it is illegal to store any kind of pictures of underage minors, even if it's for this purpose. The only one that's allowed to keep pictures of minors like this is law enforcement itself. If you are the administrator of a school, a church, anything along those lines, and you find something along these lines going on, you are not allowed to store those pictures... At all. In fact, if they catch you storing those pictures, even in this case where this was a actual, you know, finding in a school, and they did all the proper research and so on to determine what was going on and what they should do to do disciplinary, disciplinary action and so on, even though that was the case, there is uh, one particular school administrator that could end up in jail for basically doing what he sh- he should have been doing in the first place. And these were not, everybody knew, these were were not pictures anybody was going back in and re-looking at and and doing anything along those lines. They were just simply stored on a server for the school district at Brush High School. By the way, these were high schoolers, not middle schoolers. I, I, I apologize, I should have said high school to begin with, not middle school. No one accused the administrators of keeping these photos for any kind of sexual gratification. They were just keeping them because they thought that's what they should be doing to prove what had been going on. But under the state statute, this is, by the, this is what I'm talking about, when laws are wrong. Under the state statute, knowingly possessing any explicit images of kids, I'm guessing under the age of 18, Charlie, is considered child pornography, no matter the intent of the storage of said image. Law enforcement officers are one of the few exceptions to the rules. Even parents, so you parents that are out there listening, you find an image of another child on your child's phone. So you're, you're a dad, and you somehow find your 15-year-old daughter's phone and some boy's been sexting her his, you know, his own pictures, nude pictures, something along those lines you keep said pictures for your own purpose or i don't know maybe to show the other kids parents i don't know i don't know what you're going to do in a situation like that luckily i've never had to deal with that but if you do what i just said you've now broken the law and could end up in jail on child pornography charges which by the way when that happens if that if that were to happen You're now a registered sex offender, and you would have to run around the entire neighborhood and even tell everybody that you are one. And you are now on the sex offender registered list, and on and on we go. And to my knowledge, that doesn't go away. I don't believe, Charlie, that ever goes away. I think once a sex offender, always one. That's one of those charges that doesn't go away. I think sometimes we think... We're doing society a favor with some laws. And I am, you all know this, I am 1,000% against any kind of child exploitation, whatever. I don't care what it's used for. Whether that be, you know, slave labor, other than my own kids. Slave labor. Sex slaves, any of that kind of stuff at all. Child pornography, am I against all of it? Absolutely, positively. But am I... Do I, Am I having a problem with laws we have on the books in Colorado where school administrators who are trying to protect kids and they store images on a server now are going to end up being considered child pornographers? That's just wrong, folks. That needs changed. Some way, somehow, in the state of Colorado, that needs to be changed. It is uncommon, this article says for prosecutors to pursue charges in cases where there's no ill intent. But in the case of this particular situation, I'm not even going to say the person's name, by the way, because I don't don't think it's fair to say this administrator's name, so I'm not going to use their name. In this case, it isn't unprecedented, because they have charged this individual, by the way, this school administrator with child pornography. In 2008, an assistant high school principal in Loudoun County, Virginia, was arrested for child pornography in a strikingly similar case because they stored images to prove what was going on inside of their own school, these individuals are, are, child, are charged and arrested for child pornography. Folks, that's just wrong. These are dumb laws, by the way. I get the law and its intent is to protect kids. This takes it one step too far. In the, in the Virginia case, this was an assistant principal. His quote is, I was conducting a legitimate school investigation with child's welfare in mind. I did so in the presence and with the full knowledge of other school officials. The charges were thrown out, but the prosecution ruined the assistant principal's reputation and career. That's what happens. More than a dozen years later, he's still concerned about his name being tied to allegations when you go to Google, you know, any, any type of search engine. Th- these are the life-altering things that happen when these things come up and law enforcement should have should have more sense than this. They should have some common sense, which, by the way, I don't think they do. Which leads me to another story on my own. This one I was going to bring up at one point in time. and I've been kind of putting it off, putting it off. So in Fort Collins, I own a building in Fort Collins. I have a tenant up there. It's where my old store used to be. And in Fort Collins now, you are as a building owner or the tenant, the tenant of You are required to register with the city how much energy you use on a monthly basis. You are to file this with the, basically, the Office of of Energy Savings. I know I'm saying that wrong, but in, in Fort Collins, they came up with some new department that's in charge of making sure all these things get reported and get done. And I'll be honest with you, I've blown this thing off now for numerous years. Well, the day has finally come due that if I don't get everything turned in by September, I could have a $3,000 fine. I had a certified letter that came in the mail over the weekend from the city of Fort Collins. And I'll be honest, folks, I need some help here. I wouldn't normally do this, but given the fact of what I do here on a daily basis, I'm very, very tempted to sue the city of Fort Collins for this whole entire department, and sue on the basis of this is violating privacy. It's no one's business, in my opinion, what a business pays for its energy, including the cities. And I, I've got to debate this over the next few days in my mind and talking this out and flushing it out as to whether or not I'm going to hire somebody like a Kevin Flesh to assist me in essentially suing the city of Fort Collins over this. Because, frankly, that's a bunch of crap. What they're doing is, they're trying to let their residents know which businesses are the most, quote-unquote, green. You guys all know my feeling on that one. So, this is also kind of a marketing ploy and a a shaming of some businesses to do more to save energy, because they're going to put out this report on what businesses are using what energy. Again, in my opinion, total violation of privacy. Now, if a business wants to publish that, great, knock their socks off. I don't feel like that's anybody's business. No more than it's my business how much you spend on your home energy. I don't care to know what your Excel energy bill is or your power. You know, you may have a co-op or natural gas or, you know, whatever. I, I don't care. I honestly do not care. Use whatever you want. And by the way, use as much of it as you want. I don't care. I don't care what your water bill is. I don't care what your utilities cost. But the city of Fort Collins does. And again, I'm I'm debating whether or not I just sue them over this on behalf of my tenant, because it's really not me. I mean, it's my name on this summons because I own the building. But it's my tenant that is required to do the submission because I don't have any idea what the building uses. It's power and Utilities isn't in my name, which is probably my out anyways. But let me just say this. I left a very detailed, not-so-nice message to this particular department in Fort Collins today. Because, again, I basically told them, I'm very close to suing you because, as far as I'm concerned, this is an invasion of my own privacy and my tenant's privacy. It's none of your business. Period. But, folks, this is the problem I'm going to get into more of this in detail today and tomorrow with Andy. This is the problem when we start going down these quote-unquote green energy paths. This is just one of the things that's going to start coming up now. This is the tip of the iceberg as far as I'm concerned. The Not only shaming, but in this case, the $3,000 potential fine, if I don't report, in my opinion, is unlawful. Now, would I get a Fort Collins or a Larimer County judge to side with me on that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that part works. Again, I may have to get some legal advice. And, in, and here's the deal. This is what they know in most cases. In most cases, it would cost me more than three grand to hire an attorney to go fight this. But you know what? That may just be what I do for the principal part of it. Somebody, asked, somebody texted in and said, listener wants to know if this might possibly be to help establish your social score. Sure, sure it would be. And I could see it being used for that down. This is being used in Fort Collins as a social score for these businesses, so absolutely that's what it's being used for. Down the road, you'll find yourself in the same boat, by the way. So again, folks, everything trickles down. So some of you are, some of you are thinking, oh, John, this is just you as a, as a building owner and never going to affect me. I don't really care. Well, you should care. Because it will at some point. If it's affecting me now, it will affect you down the road as well. It won't stop with just one city and commercial businesses only. It will trickle down to all of us. That's why I'm talking about it. And as you can tell, I am not a happy camper right now. I'm ticked. I'm ticked because it's none of their business. Period. Period. If they want to make a voluntary program where people go ahead and give that information of voluntarily, be my guest. But a mandatory, finable program is a bunch of nonsense. So I'll try to come back to that. We're going to talk to Derek Kinney in a minute about the IRS and some of the bullying that may happen there as well. So guys, hang tight. We'll come back to that here in just one moment. Hi-Fi Plumbing is up next. And as I look outside, and man, we just had a hellacious storm come through down here in the... Uh, Aurora area where the station is at, but you know if you've got any kind of even you know drainage issues inside your home, plumbing issues, the fresh side or, or the waste side, whatever it happens to be, High Five can help you. We should be talking to those folks here in just a little bit as well. Levi should be joining us, but with what just went on here, he may not be able to. We'll see how that goes. Keep in mind that they will take care of you as a KLZ listener. We have our own number, by the way, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Also, you can find him at klzradio.com.
6: Your main drain, a.k.a. your sewer, is crucial to your well-being and the state of your home. And when your main drain line is out of commission, the timely and quality completion of the work becomes your top concern. That's why you can't just trust anyone with a project so important. High Five Plumbing makes effort to prove that you can trust them. Their service techs go through three different trainings in a week, one general, one technical, and one service-based. They ensure their techs for your peace of mind. When you need to replace your sewer line, making the decision of what company to go with is high stakes. High Five Plumbing puts their principles in action showing you reasons to trust them instead of telling don't wait until your drains are backed up you smell sewage or your home is damaged by leaking pipes call high five plumbing 877-934-4445 or 877 we high five high five plumbing where every call ends with a high five
0: michael bailey law he is our mobile estate planner he'll come to you that makes it nice and convenient for you as well Uh, Because, really, he can do a lot of things over the phone and then finally meet you wherever you want to meet, not having to drive to a law office, which a lot of those offices, by the way, are in areas that aren't that easy to get to and easy to park. So Michael makes it very easy. KLZradio.com, 720-394-6887.
4: Don't let your family go nuts over your stuff. KLZ's mobile estate planner, Michael Bailey, sees it all the time. Just when you'd hope your family members might be sharing fond memories of you after your passing, They suddenly descend into the most infantile arguments, the repercussions of which could last years. Families go a little crazy when a loved one's stuff gets involved. Save your family from themselves. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, today. Make your final wishes clear.
7: On the next Kim Munson Show, the car coach Lauren Fix shares her thoughts regarding BMWs charging a subscription fee for seat warmers. Plus, she'll discuss the World Economic Forum's edict, you won't own a car and you'll love it. Former Captain in the Army Medical Service Corps Pam Long comments on Colorado's vaccine registry. Candidate for Colorado House District 41, Stephanie Hancock, explains the three top issues she will focus on when elected to the State House. That's Tuesday, 6 to 8 a.m., with encores 1 to 2 p.m. and 10 to 11 p.m. right here on KLZ 560 and KLZ 100.7 FM.
4: There is a difference between speaking and communicating. Check out Liberty Toastmasters to become a better communicator. Find more details at KimMunson.com. Toastmasters, where leaders are made. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All
0: right, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will be joining us here, by the way, oh, uh, well, later in the week. Actually, Lewis, they were on with Lewis on Friday. I forgot about that. So uh, they were talking to Lewis with Andy on, or Lewis and Andy talked on Friday, which, Andy, thank you for filling in on Friday. I appreciate that very much. Gave me a chance to go down to Phoenix. And Andy also said that when it comes to the whole school, uh, you know, the, the, the administrator being charged with child pornography, couldn't the authorities have just ensured that no one had accessed those files that they had stored and then advised them not to keep them? Yeah. That's called common sense, which most authorities don't have. Always bugs me when you get these guys that everything has to be you know to the letter of the law. By the way, by the book, by the book. Anyways, uh, we're trying to get a hold of Derek. If Derek does not join me, I can talk about this one on my own. Because it's irrit- This is another one that's irritating. Eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents. What's irritating about that? John, you should want to pay your taxes. I do. And I don't need 80,000 armed agents to help me do so. None of you do. And he keeps saying, oh, this isn't for those of you in the middle class. This is for the rich folks. No, it's not. No. It's not. It's for all of you. Not for all of them and will it bully the middle class i believe absolutely it will keep in mind that the majority of not even not even the upper echelon i mean if you've even got a business and you've got a good tax accountant which most of us do you have someone that's going to represent you that's you know doing your taxes going to represent you during an audit all those different things you know folks like myself who have those types of accountants which most businesses do I don't, I don't worry about ever going to an audit. They go. I supply whatever's needed, and your accountant does the rest. Much to what Dan was talking about. Dan from Blackhawk called in last week talking about that. It's all of the people, though, that get their taxes done by Intuit or H&R Block or the friend next door where something's not quite right and they took a deduction they shouldn't have or they had income that they didn't report, and all of a sudden... The IRS is knocking on the door, and they have nobody they get to call to help represent them. They're on their own. That, folks, is who they're coming after. And how do I know that? Because when they go to battle with someone like myself, by the way, it's not an easy battle. Because, again, we have folks on our side that will go to fight for you. Legal, accounting, and so on. And, and, again, you don't have to be super wealthy to have these types of individuals on your side. As Dan was saying from Blackhawk last week, any of you listening can hire one. But a lot of businesses already have them, myself included. It's what we've done for years. Because, no offense, I don't have time to dink around with taxes. I, I let somebody else help with that. Do I know a lot about and what needs to be done, and how to you know how to reduce your exposure and so on. Absolutely, but I, I'm not a tax accountant. Don't don't ever claim to be one. Nor do I want to be one, because again, I don't want to represent myself with them. So this is going to affect a lot of people and a lot of businesses. This is a little tip to business owners as well that might be listening. If you don't have a good solid tax guidance accountant, not just a regular CPA, because no offense, CPAs are a dime a dozen, and nothing against you guys that are CPAs, but if you're not helping your clients with their tax planning, shame on you. Don't just take the figures, run them into your little, you know, your little program, and then tell them what their taxes are. You should be helping them with how do you reduce taxes next year, and yes, there's a gazillion ways to do that. That's why the tax code is as long as it is, and no, folks, they're not loopholes. It's the other thing I always say. Yeah, go find a loophole. There aren't any. It's called tax code. You abide by the tax code, done deal. If you're an accountant, either working at a company or advising one, and you're not telling your clients how they should be saving in the future on taxes, shame on you. Why do I say that? Because there's a lot that don't. And I know that because I coach businesses. It's one of the first things when I start coaching a business that I go over. Who's your accountant? How often do you meet with them? What do they tell you? What have you, been, what have you been doing to reduce your tax liability and your exposure? And if I get a, well, I don't know, I, I just pay what he tells me to. I, I know we have problems. And I know I have a business that's been paying way more in taxes than they should have, by the way. Because they're not taking advantage of the legitimate, lawful things that are out there that can help them reduce taxes. You know, reinvesting in equipment and things inside the business and so on. There's multiple ways to save money on taxes. This is not a tax show, so I'm not getting into that. I'm not a tax accountant. I couldn't even do that show because I'm not that guy. But it's one of the first questions I ask a business, who's helping you in this area? And if I get sort of this blank stare or, wow, I wish I had somebody better. By the way, that's normally, for all of you accountants that are listening, that's normally the answer I get. I wish I had somebody that paid more attention to me. Hmm. Wow. Wow, tax accountants. Did you hear what I just said? I wish I had someone that paid more attention to me. Because guess what? Most of you don't. Most of you at the end of the year, and I realize it's busy. December 31 rolls around, everybody starts getting you all their stuff, you start crunching all the numbers, and you know you've got a deadline of March 15th for corporate returns and April 15th for personal returns. I get it. I understand all that. And I understand you're busy. And I do know that some of you are really sharp, and you'll start sending things out to your clients December to get your stuff gathered up. I also know some of you will meet with your people during the year. Where are you at? What are you doing? How are you doing? By the way, one of the things I do in my coaching business is this time of the year, we're halfway through the year, over halfway now. I'll start asking those questions. Where are we at? I want to see your, I want to see, I mean, ask for income statements throughout the year anyways, but specifically now, I want to see your income statement. Where are we at? How much money have we made? By the way, did you hear what I just said? How much money have we made? When I coach businesses, that's the question I ask. Not, have we lost money? Where are we at? No, no. It's, how much money have we made, and what are we doing about the tax situation? Why? Because I want my, my clients to make money. And they do. So if you're, real quick, as a advertisement for myself, if you're a business not making money, call me. I, I will help you change that around to where you make money. The idea of owning a business is to make money. Profit's not a dirty word, by the way. Nor is there anything unchristian-like about making a profit. Nothing could be farther from the... Actually, it's very Christian-like to make a profit. It's very biblical to be financially sound and to have your ducks in a row and make money. It's, it's more through Scripture than anything else, by the way. So, side note. But this whole idea of hiring 87,000 agents and 80,000 of them being armed, and we're somehow, because of that investment we're making, we're now going to get a bunch of money back in. Now, I will say this. The IRS has needed some drastic upgrades in the IT world for years. No secrets there. And we should have been spending money. to because Keep this in mind. As taxpayers, we're paying these people to handle taxes. And the more streamlined we can make that for them, the less agents actually we need. Not more, but less. So as a taxpayer, I'm fine with investing in software and IT and so on that make their jobs easier. There are still a lot of, believe it or not, there's a lot of returns, even though they're filed electronically, that still have to be re-keyed in manually. Yes. In the year 2022, they have to be keyed in manually. I'm not exaggerating. There's news reports out on what I just said. There, are, there, was a, there was an article I read the other day. There's a particular IRS office where the entire cafeteria of this IRS office is full of boxes of returns that still have to be taken care of manually. They may have already been filed electronically, but they still need manual input. Folks, we live in a day and age where that shouldn't be the case at all. So am I okay as a taxpayer in investing into some of that? Absolutely, because it should pay back dividends down the road. And should actually be able to, you know, highlight and flag and do different things to make things easier for them, not harder. And actually, there would be no reason to hire 80,000 new agents if we had the right IT running for us as taxpayers. We don't. I think I read the other day, we're still running, I think the IRS is still running on computers that were built clear back in the 70s. Don't quote me on that, but I don't think, Charlie, I'm too far off on that. I think it's that old. These things are dinosaurs, literally. And, folks, even if they're not the 70s and it's the 90s, they're still dinosaurs. You know how the computing world is. Even if it was the early 2000s, they're dinosaurs. 20-year-old equipment and, and, and software in any world is too much. I, I don't know about the rest of you, but I know in the, in, the, in the coaching world, for me, your point of sales systems for most businesses, if they're not updating every three or four years or being updated constantly, but even looking at major changes every three to five years, they're way behind. So something that's even 20 years old is far too old. And I guarantee you, the IRS is, is way older than 20 years. So I know I've got a special guest joining us. So hang tight. We'll be back in a moment. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is coming up next. And hey, with all these spikes we've had with lightning and so on, that can cause surges. They can surge protect your home as well. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, seven two zero five two six zero two three one.
4: Think about what you have at home right now that could be damaged in a surge. The average home is exposed to thousands of electrical surges every day. Protect yourself from a potentially harmful electrical surge with absolute electrical heating and air today. Most of these surges are harmless, but without the proper surge protection, you face permanent damage to major electrical components. Anything plugged in without internal surge protection is at risk, including your refrigerator, furnace, air conditioning, or dishwasher. Safeguard your assets with surge protection installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Newer appliances usually contain computer chips that are more expensive to replace than to protect. At that point, considering the current chip shortage and wait times, you might as well buy the appliance again. Avoid potential loss. Get a whole home surge protector installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com.
3: For
6: quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical
0: Heating and Air. k Home Transitions is next, and the ladies want to help you with whatever you have going on. Moving up, moving down, sideways move, out of the area, into the area. A first-time home buyer, you name it, Catherine and Robin can help you with all of those things. Again, k Home Transitions, 720-437-8210.
3: Renting is not an investment. Catherine and Robin, co-founders of K&R Home Transitions, want you to focus on building your wealth through a home purchase. By continuing to rent from others, you're robbing yourself of an investment that gives you potential to grow your wealth. Equity is capital in your home, and you can build that equity up over time. You want to increase your financial worth, so why not also do that with your home too? With help from K&R Home Transitions, you can learn how to climb the property ladder to turn a profit. Once you're invested, you can use your equity to keep moving upward with help from Catherine and Robin at K&R Home Transitions. Get ideas that build the financial momentum of your home investment with experts like Catherine and Robin. So, kick off your journey and start building your wealth wisely with K&R Home Transitions. Visit klzradio.com home to invest in your home.
8: Your business is eating you away because it's eating your time away. John Rush with Rush Media Consulting can help you by turning your business into passive income. Time is energy and money, so set up your one-on-one Rush Media Business Consultation and ensure that your business runs itself. Otherwise, you just own a job. Chances are you're working too many hours. You need to preserve your valuable time because unlike money, you can't get it back. The longer you spend on the fence about what to do, the less time you have. Do not squander the precious moments you have with your family, doing things you love, and enjoying life. Your business is your living, so it should let you live. John Rush at Rush Media Consulting gives you the chance to take the value of your time seriously by making your business work for you. Email John Rush right now to set up a free business consultation at john at rush That's J O H N at rush to Or visit
5: rushmediainc.com. Honor your Christian and conservative values and choose what is best for your children's education. Colorado Heritage Education School System loves to serve homeschooling families who are seeking to supplement their own at-home education with in-person classes taught from a biblical perspective. Colorado Heritage has served the needs of Christian homeschoolers in northern Colorado for over 30 years. They offer a K-12 academy with over 40 classes, all taught with a traditional biblical perspective and worldview. They also offer an independent school and a high school diploma program. Colorado Heritage Education School System would love to serve your family in the 2022-2023 school year. Please check out their website, coloradoheritage.org, and set up a time to meet with their principal. Colorado Heritage does not discriminate on the basis of race, color, national, and ethnic origin, in administration of its policies.
0: Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, really quick before we jump to Levi, I did check on how old the IRS's IT system is. It is one of the oldest systems in government, and I was off on my, uh, what I said earlier, I was 10 years off. The wrong way. It's older than me. It's 58 years old, almost 60 years old. That's what the IRS is using to do all of your tax return uh, you know, filing and all of that with. Levi from High Five, how are you, sir?
9: Good. How are you, John?
0: I know you're not using an IT system that's 60 years old because you're not even 60 yourself.
4: That is 100% correct. Ours is, <laughs> ours is much newer than that.
0: <laughs> it's pretty bad when you guys in the business world are doing stuff that's uh, much newer than what the IRS does. But anyways, just, just, just a side note. Hey, with all of these uh, storms and things we've had coming in, and you know, we just watched a big storm roll through here a moment ago down here in the Aurora area, you know, does that affect you know folks as far as their plumbing and things like that go when it comes to drainage and things like that? Or is that all pretty much outside the house and has no effect on the inside?
9: Uh, no, it does, John. It, you know, if, if, if we get a really heavy drain storm, uh, rainstorm, then, you know, all of the water is draining to kind of the same area. And if if it gets a backup of water, um, and depending on if your uh, the jurisdiction you live in has an older sewer-like uh, uh, treatment facility, then it can uh, actually start to back up into your home uh, if you get a, 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 a high amount of rain. Um, so, yeah, it does affect that across. But then mostly outside, you know, you get a lot of sun pumps. Um, a lot of groundwater coming up in window wells. So yeah, definitely a lot of a lot of water right. Now.
0: Okay, that was one thing I was I was thinking is uh, the sump pump especially. And again, that's an area that that's that's plumbing. There's a pump. There's you know piping and things where it has to go outside. It has to work properly and so on. That's right up your alley, correct?
9: Yeah, you know we um we like to say you know pretty much we handle if you need to uh, get water into or remove water from your your home. That's plumbing. Um, and so, you know, groundwater it falls under plumbing. Uh, we have been going crazy with sump pumps. We actually uh, ordered a, a stockpile of sump pumps because we were expecting it to be very uh, wet. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we have a lot on stock. So then that way, if, if they start to go out, we're not waiting on orders.
0: Nice. So you guys can handle all of that. Okay, here's, here's a dumb question. Should uh, – because this is one I don't know on my own even, Levi – should people replace the sump pump – On a periodic basis, I mean, just like I'm a car guy, you know, that I, you know, there's certain things on your vehicle you're going to do no matter what just because of of time and and mileage and things like that. When it comes to sump pumps, is that something people should do no matter what at a certain interval?
9: I mean, you know, I I never recommend just replacing something just to replace it, um, but you should test it yearly. So if you have a sump pump in your home and, you know, it it doesn't have water in it, then every year you should put some water into your pit to, to assure that if you're some pump had to pump water, it was working properly.
0: Okay, so I assume they can get a five-gallon bucket, they go fill it up with water, haul it over there to the pit, pour it in, and it better pump it out, right?
9: Exactly. It better take care of that water. If it doesn't, then, you know, you caught a problem, and now you can call us out to... Solve,
0: solve the problem. Okay, so, folks, there you go. There's a little tip from, from High Five. Levi, one thing I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Last couple of times we've we've been on air, and I've just, honestly, I've been, been forgetful. I just haven't done it. Water quality, it's a big deal. Charlie and I are even talking. In fact, I want to do a show here in the not-too-distant future, bring some experts in on forever chemicals. And, and this is not yep. anything to do with the green movement or anything along those lines. There are just certain things now that are in a lot of groundwaters, across the country, and I say waters plural because they're literally across the country. There's forever chemicals that get down in, and I think that's where you guys can come in and do water testing and filtration to take care of that, right?
9: A hundred percent. You know, in the, over the last three weeks, um, a lot of jurisdictions sent out letters to homeowners explaining these forever chemicals, um, you know, that are just going to be in your water no matter what. Um, we do have treatment um, uh, options to eliminate those forever chemicals. Um, so, so you know, it, it's something that's a, a a big deal. We've been talking about it all summer long, um, and you know, it, it's it, it is a big deal, and we really want people to start to pay attention to what exactly uh, the water that they're putting into their body and into their food and and washing themselves with.
0: Okay, and again, folks, it, it, and I know because water is. On your skin, the things that are in water become bloodborne. those forever chemicals, depending upon the area that you're in and how heavy those are. Those are things, you know, Levi, that folks really need to be paying attention to. And that's, I know, again, it's right up your alley and things that you guys can take care of.
9: Yeah, 100%, John.
0: Now, one thing too, and I and I know this, there's a, there's a huge variation here, and I don't want to pin you down on anything, but I'm I'm assuming that depending upon the level of toxicity that somebody has in their water, whether it be in their own well or a municipal water system, that will vary greatly upon what you guys have to do, you know, cost wise. I guess what I'm getting at when it comes to the systems you'd have to put in, correct?
9: Correct. So you know, um, if you're on a local municipality water. Uh, then usually it's like a, a pretty cut and dry type of system. If you are on well water, then we have to actually submit water from your well to get the uh, proper um, like a filter system built for your water. So, okay. But like I said, we do handle all types of testing of water uh, from, from well water to local municipalities, and we can definitely get the right filter for your system.
0: Last question I had for you, and again, didn't didn't prep you on this, so you're going to just do this one off the cuff. Instant hot water heaters, uh, you know, pros cons. Do they save money on energy? What's what are your thoughts there?
9: Uh, I, I absolutely love uh, tankless and instant hot water heaters, endless while hot water heaters, whatever the verbiage is. Yep. As long as your house is set up for it. Okay. Uh, you know, they they do require a little bit more gas than a standard water heater, so you know, sometimes you may have to up upsize your gas system. Um, you know that they do require a different kind of venting than your standard water heaters. True. So then you now have to run a new venting for your water heater. So you know if it's a great setup and it just makes sense, then I, I love tankless. A lot of the times, though, in homes that are built and established uh, with a finished basement, it just doesn't logically make sense to add tankless. Mm. So that is a con. I if, know, that, you yeah, know what? Yeah, no. You
0: bring up something. That's thank you. That's a that's a great tip. I never really thought of that. So it's not the plumbing so much it's the venting of and making sure you can safely install that instant hot water heater because they are i'm guessing because you're not storing hot water and i i've always been corrected i know they're not hot water heaters they're they're tank heaters or they're 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 cold water heaters that make the water hot and store (laughs) it is what i should say correct
4: yes correct
0: And I'm always, I always get corrected on that. But, you know, but we, you know, it's one of those things where it's sort of like Kleenex. The verbiage, you know, everybody uses is it's a hot water heater. I get it. It's cold water coming in. We make it hot. The other thing that I've seen a lot of lately too, Levi, just as a side note, just I don't know why. I just watch these different things at times, and, and certain videos and things will pop up. And I've been watching a lot of home inspection things lately. And I'm surprised at how many hot water heaters are hooked up incorrectly. The hot is on the cold. The cold is on the hot.
9: Yeah, you know, um... We're actually shocked how much stuff actually uh, does get missed in home inspections. Um, you know, just things like that. Like, yeah, it looks like it's hooked up right, but if you actually function and, and test the water heater, it, it's a mistake that people tend to make a lot of the time.
0: All right, and that's stuff that you guys can take care of. 877-WE-HIGH-5, 877-WE-HIGH-5, you guys still hiring as well?
9: Yeah, we are, John. You know, we're, gonna, we're always hiring good people. Uh, so definitely always looking okay. to add to
0: the team. All right. Levi, thank you very much. I appreciate you, sir. Have a safe night, okay? Yep, you too, John. All right, man. Take care. American National Insurance is next. Paul Leuenberger, make sure that everything you do is insured properly. And that I was reminded today as my uh, annual... Uh, Umbrella policy showed up today. I was reminded that, you know, that's something else you need to think about as well. A lot of you listening should have a solid umbrella policy in place. If you don't know what that is or how it functions, call Paul, my agent, today and find out what he can do for you. Paul Leuenberger, 303-662-0789.
7: Every time you use insurance, it costs you down the road. Paul Leuenberger of American National Insurance rewards you when you make responsible decisions. When times get tough, the first thing people want to do is cut their coverage. Cut back too much, and it'll cost you more than you thought you were saving. Paul Leuenberger's rebate program incentivizes you to delay gratification. When you don't make a claim for three years, you'll get a rebate. He'll make sure you're properly covered so that when you need to make a claim, you'll have what you need to be made financially whole again. When you're reliable, Paul Leuenberger gives you some money back. When you're facing economic hardship or otherwise, get properly insured with Paul. You'll get a return on the money you invested in your financial stability. Work with Paul Lewinberger. Call 303-662-0789. Call Paul at 303-662-0789 for home and auto insurances that save you down the road.
0: The best export we have is common sense. You're listening to Rush to Reason. All right, that about does it for this first hour. Which, if you missed any of this hour, you can listen to us during the six to seven o'clock hour. That's when this particular hour replays. And as I always say, if there's anything you miss and you want to go back and listen to it, or even send it on to family, friends, coworkers, things like that, you can always go to RushToReason.com. go to the show note tab up above, little link I should say, click on it. There's a drop-down menu. Just You guys know how to use websites. There's a drop-down menu there. There's multiple choices of things you can go to. Dr. Kelly Victory has her own page there as well. But Producer Anne does a really good job of indexing what we do. As long as I do a good job in my notes of telling her what we talked about that day, she does a really good job of putting those up and doing it. And I I do do my very best to make sure that I index, index those things properly, put our links up and things like that as well. So if there's ever something you want to go back in and find, That's the place to go, right to the website, RushToReason.com. Hour two is next. Don't go anywhere. This is, again, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.